you standing for just a moment. I want to read our text and I'm going to ask you to open to 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and we'll begin in verse 23. I realize that I had verse 29 there. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and uh, take time to read the whole chapter because the context of this is very important. Um, but in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, the Apostle Paul says some things concerning the receiving of communion that are extremely important for you and for me in the day in which uh, you and I live. In 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, and beginning in verse 23, he says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you, Do this in remembrance of me. Verse 25, After the same manner also he had taken the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he returns. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily or in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh not so much damnation but condemnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep or die prematurely. But if we will judge ourselves, we shall not be judged. Father, in the name of Jesus... On this Sunday, in which we receive communion, I ask you, sir, to help me to teach and minister a word of life. I pray that you would give me utterance by the Spirit of the living God. And Lord God, that as people are open to hear, Lord, help them to see things perhaps they've never seen before. Lord, as people have heard before, let it be water that goes on the seed. And we give you the glory that you bring the increase into every one of our lives. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Again now in verse 29, For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily. Now, if you're in the kingdom of God, you're not unworthy. Because the blood of Jesus Christ has justified you. You are no longer part of Satan's kingdom. You are now part of God's kingdom. And you are the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Which means that we've got right standing with God just like we've never sinned before. So that's a good truth right there. And the Bible tells us that we are to awake to this righteousness or to this right standing that we have with God. And when we awaken to this righteousness, become keenly aware of who we are in Christ and that we are right in His sight, well, guess what? Sin will no longer have dominion over us. In other words, we'll be able to walk on top of things that at one time walked on top of us. We'll be able to live above things that at one time we didn't live above, but rather they were above us. So you're not unworthy. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. On the other hand, when you come to receive communion, you've got to make sure that you do it in the right attitude, in the right spirit. Or the scripture tells us that we are then... Uh, in danger of suffering the consequences of not having the proper attitude. I like what uh, God's Word's translation says. It says, eating and drinking a judgment against himself when he doesn't 
recognize the Lord's body. Last week, as I was looking to the Lord about what to speak on this morning, um, the word discern came up in my spirit. And you'll notice that in that text, it says, not discerning the Lord's body. So one thing we want to make sure is that we do discern his body. Because as verse 30 says, if we don't, that many people are weak and sickly among us, and many even sleep or die prematurely. It's not the will of God for anyone to die prematurely. It is the will of God for us to live long and to live strong. As long as our race is not done, as long as there's life in you, you've got a race to run, and you're going to answer to God whether you finish it or not. So one area and one way that we can make sure that we are finishing our race is that we live in a spirit of discernment or that we see, that we understand, that we comprehend, that we distinguish the Lord's body. Well, in this context, the Lord's body means that his body was broken for us. Have you understood? Have you seen yet? Have you come to the place in your life yet where you have discerned the fact that his body was broken for you? Do you not know, do you not understand that if there's an area of brokenness in your life, that he, the head of the church, has made provision for you to walk in wholeness, to walk in freedom from anything that has broken your life down, whether it be emotionally whether it be spiritually or whether it be physically, Jesus has provided healing and wholeness for you and for me. And that, my friend, is good news. So what the Apostle Paul is saying is this. See, discern that his body was broken for you so that you might have wholeness. And he's saying this word discern because discernment goes beyond what you see with these eyes discernment has to do with another set of eyes being able to see and to perceive spiritual things is not done out of the realm of reasoning but being able to see and perceive things spiritually you've got to see and perceive them with the eyes of your spirit Did you know that you have two sets of eyes? You have your outward eyes and you have your inward eyes. Just like your ears. You have your outward ears and then you have your inward ears. Jesus said, he that hath what? Ears to hear, let him hear. Well, people were hearing them all the time with these ears, but they weren't tuned in most of the time with these ears. So, in the context of where we are today, is it possible to hear and not hear? Is it possible to see and yet not really see? And so the Lord is saying, I want you to discern the fact, see the fact down in your seer, down in your knower. I want you to know beyond any shadow of a doubt that wholeness was bought and paid for you. Have you not seen? Have you not discerned? Have you not understood the fact that his body was broken for years. The eyes of your understanding. Well, let's go this way. Words, words 
they paint pictures. Okay? When I say big, black, shaggy dog with a tennis ball in its mouth, you don't see a kitten playing with a string. You see a big, black dog with a tennis ball in its mouth. Words paint pictures. Words paint pictures. And the picture that the Word of God paints, that picture is received through different entrances or gates in your life. The Word that you hear projects an image or a picture in your heart and in your mind. That word that is painted by the Holy Spirit puts a dynamic image of your wholeness and your freedom and your redemption deep in your spirit. Now, did you know why? That so many people today are struggling getting their healing. So many folks. They're struggling in that area. They look to ministries that have miracle miracles in them. And thank God for that. Sure. They're in every healing line. <laughs> they are constantly... Looking for someone to pray the prayer of faith for them. And that's not a put down. That's just a fact. That's just the way it is. But you know, and I know, people that have struggled getting their healing. And I don't even pretend to have all of your answers here, but I have some answers. And the answers that I do have. I am accountable to share them with you. Amen. You know, for example, uh, we've all know, known people that have died prematurely. Okay? We all know people who have died prematurely. And many times I'm asked the question, well, how could this happen? Why did this happen? And I'll have to be honest with you, most of the time, I don't know. Do you? But I do know what the Word says. I do know that the Word says that the secret things belong to the Lord. And those things that are revealed belong unto the children of God. So I, I, I don't understand why Aunt Susie and Uncle Joe didn't get healed. But I do have some answers. There are many people today that are struggling to get their healing because they simply have not gotten the picture yet. They haven't understood. They have not discerned the fact that the Lord's body was broken for their wholeness. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew the 13th chapter.
Matthew 13, it says something here very interesting. He says, For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. Okay? And their eyes they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes. Everyone say, see with their eyes. That's another way of saying, lest at any time they should discern with their spiritual eyes. They should see with their eyes and hear with their spiritual ears and should understand with what? It doesn't say that they should understand with their head. Head knowledge will not put you over. Parroting a few scriptures will not put you over. Understanding must come to your heart. The lights must come on in your heart to see some things. To have spiritual comprehension, to have spiritual understanding, at some times in our lives, we need to have that aha moment. That's what that scripture says. I've been reading that scripture for 40 years and now I see it. I don't, I'm not talking about seeing it here. I'm talking about seeing it here, understanding it here and discerning it here. And the Bible says, you'll see with your eyes, hear with your ears, understand in your spirit and should be converted or changed and I should heal them. Did you see there? That the healing didn't come until there was a conversion that took place? Is it important that our mind be renewed? It is so important that the Apostle Paul said, he said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto Him, which is your reasonable service. And in verse 2, he says, Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed or converted or changed by the renewing of your mind. Not by the removal of your mind, but by the renewing of your mind. And once conversion takes place, once the wax, if you will, gets out of your ears... You know it's possible to have spiritual wax down in your spiritual ears? Once the the dullness leaves, once the lights are turned on, all of a sudden we can see things we've never seen before and we can have something we've never had before. And they will be converted. And I will bring my healing power into their lives. And that which has troubled them for years and years and been chronic and been something that has been such a hardship, they'll be healed of. Is that you? I encourage you. And I believe the Holy Spirit's led me to to teach this today. I encourage you to get the picture clear. Of your healing bought and paid for down on the inside of you. Get it clear. Get it straight. Get it settled. Somebody says, well, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Just keep looking. Keep focusing. Keep. 
out of the arena of looking to man to do something for you that Jesus has already done for you. You know, in a church like this where the Word has been preached for 30 plus years, it's a little different atmosphere in other churches. We're not better, but it's a different atmosphere. There's faith here. There's the spirit of faith here. And when you go to a church like this for a number of years, then you are accountable to act on the light that you've received. Are you listening to me? And so I don't get disappointed when we don't have great big healing lines. I don't get disappointed at all. Because I know one thing for sure, that if people will take heed to what they hear on a regular basis and apply their faith to it, they'll begin to walk in divine life and divine health. You know, the apostle uh, John said this, Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things that you may prosper and that you may be in health. Now, what's the catch? Even as your soul prospers. Did you know that your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions? In order for Mark Thomas to walk in divine health and to walk in prosperity, Mark Thomas has to have a continual flow of life-changing scriptures on the inside of me. I've got to let this word dwell in me richly. Because if I don't let it dwell in me richly, other things will begin to talk to my soul. Other things will begin to talk to my mind. And I'll begin to look at things through the lens of circumstance. But God's saying to you today, you don't have to live under the circumstance. You can live above the circumstance. You don't have to be a victim to the circumstances of life. Let my word live in you. Let it be alive in you. And my word and my spirit will quicken you. And you'll see things you've never seen before. You'll do things you've never done before. You'll go places you've never gone before. And God will bring you into a higher place, a stronger place, a healthier place. glory he's bringing you out brother arthritis into your wealthy place I'll drink to that I said I'll drink to that amen let the word dwell in you richly keep looking keep focusing If something hasn't manifested yet, hey, no problem, no sweat. You still got life in you. You still got breath in you. You still got the ability to praise Him in the midnight hour. Somebody says, my right arm hurts. How about your left one? It's good. Well, thank God. Hallelujah. Send a message to your right arm. Tell it it's healed. Tell it it's whole. Did you know that your mountain needs to hear your voice? Your mountain, the mountain that you're facing in life needs to hear your voice. Hallelujah. Now, let's work with this just a little while longer this morning. You okay? So keep looking. Keep focusing. Devil starts talking. You say, well, it hasn't manifested yet. You just tell the devil, shut up. Don't listen to him. The Bible doesn't say anything about assisting the devil. It says resist the devil. Amen. Don't sit here and listen to his lies all day. No. Keep looking. Stay with it. 
Now turn over with me to Psalm 119. Psalms 119. Do you not discern? Do you not understand that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? Shh. I could pray in tongues right now. I said, Paul, you know, he's talking to the church at Corinth. He says, don't you understand? Don't you perceive? Don't you discern that you, the whole church at Corinth, are his temple? Together, you and I make up a body of Christ. Part of the body. Amen? But I believe that the text reveals that we are to discern, we are to be aware of the fact that we are temples of the living God. Temples of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes into your temple, He comes in your life with a purpose. And one of the major purposes for Him to come in your life is not only to strengthen you and comfort you and to console you, but also to quicken you and to heal your body. Uh Say it with me, the same Spirit. spirit. Smile when you say it. The same Spirit spirit. that raised Jesus Jesus from the dead dead. dwells in me. Come on, just a little bigger smile. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The same spirit. spirit. Well, I don't feel like smiling. You can't make me smile. Okay, stay a grump then. (laughs) The same spirit spirit. that raised him from the dead. dead. He dwells in me. me. And he quickens. He He heals heals this body. body. Come on, shout with me a little bit. Hallelujah. And the more God-inside-minded we become, the more we cultivate our faith and the more that we live in the Spirit and walk in the Spirit and enjoy this Spirit-filled life, the more quickening, the more anointing, the more refreshing will come upon your life. And it will be as if you're a new man or a new woman. For my plan is to renew your youth just like the eagles. For these are the last of the last days and I'm looking for strong temples to finish their race and to finish their course. And then we can get this winded up and all go on to be with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Woo! Glory to God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yes, it's the will of God. It's the will of God for you to behold. Discern that. See that. If you don't see it, be honest about it. You know, you may be sitting here today. I have no idea what he's talking about. Keep working with it. Pray that the eyes of your heart would be opened. Now, Psalm 119, verse 130, King James Version. Psalm 119. Now look at this. The entrance of my words, it gives what? So... If you are in the dark about healing, what needs to happen is the word needs to enter into your heart so that the lights can come on. The entrance of his word, it gives light. Now, what light does is light dispels darkness. Sometimes we're in the dark concerning subjects like divine healing because of what we've heard through the traditions of men. What the way we've been brought up. And he says that 
His word is light, and when it enters into your heart, not only does it cause the lights to come on and darkness to leave, but it gives discernment. It gives understanding. It gives understanding unto the simple. I don't know about you, but I qualify. So I want you to notice this word, giveth. Everyone say giveth. So number one, the word gives what? Come on, everybody, wake up. Number one, the word gives what? And what does light do? It dispels and number two, the word give is what? How can you lose with the stuff we use? You got light. You got understanding. Your eyes are opening up. And it's a whole new life. Woo! Glory to God. You mean you love me that much that you provided healing for me? Yes, yes, and Amen. Now, it is not just the entrance of His Word on Sunday morning. What you're getting right here, right now, is a thimbleful compared to what you ought to be getting during the week. Now, this is good. This is a good Word. But this Word, compared to the Word that you ought to be getting, is like this much. Now, if the entrance of His Word gives light, the departure of His Word brings darkness. Oh, let the Word enter your heart. The New Living Testament says, and I like this because there is such great value in teaching, especially anointed teaching. You know, you don't want to you don't want to sit under someone's ministry that the name of their ministry is Dry Hay Ministries. <laughs> you know, you don't want to sit up in church with the dead, do you? No. no, teaching of the word under the anointing is is es muy importante. I think I'm all that because I know a little Spanish. <laughs> Now, the New Living Testament says, he says now, it's the teaching of your word that gives light. The teaching of your word. Is it important for us to receive teaching? Amen. It absolutely is. The teaching of his word gives light. And I like how he says this, so even the simple can understand. Now, God's Word translation says this. God's Word translation says, the in, the, Your Word is a doorway that lets in light. Your Word is a doorway. Every time you get in the Word, every time you sit under the teaching of the Word, every time you read the Word, anytime you're in church, what you're doing is you're opening the doorway of your heart and say, light, come on in. Oh, light, come on in. There's healing in the light of God's Word. There's strength in the light of God's Word. The Amplified Version says it this way. He says, uh, 
the entrance, let it enter, and the unfolding of your words give light. I like that. The unfolding. The unfolding says to me that that light then can unfold things in our lives that need to be unfolded and it causes understanding and discernment and comprehension into our lives. He says, the entrance and unfolding of your words give light. Their unfolding gives understanding. Everyone say discernment. Say discernment and comprehension to the simple. My prayer for you today is what Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus, especially in this area of divine health, especially in this area of needing strength in your body. My prayer for you is this. It's what Paul prayed in Ephesians 1.18 in the Amplified. And I'm going to pray it with you right now. I pray that the eyes of your heart would be flooded with light. Flooded with light. So that you can know and understand the hope to which He has called you and how rich His glorious inheritance in the saints is, His set apart ones. Does it make a difference in your life when the eyes of your spirit are flooded with light? Woo! Glory to God. Now, in closing, look at Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verse 20 through 22. There are scriptures that I want to give you today to think on, to dwell on, and to speak during the course of this week. And I'm going to share with those what, what they are during our time of communion. We're about ready to receive. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22... Here's how we discern the Lord's body. Here's here's how we do it concerning healing. He said, my son, attend to my word. Put my words first place. Incline or listen with your ears what my word is saying to you. What is the word saying to you? Okay, verse 21. Let them not. Now here it is. Let them not. Depart from where? Before thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Let's stop right there. If we will not allow God's word to depart from before our eyes, if we will keep looking, keep meditating, keep calling the things that be not as though they were, we are bound to see ourselves well. We're bound to see ourselves healed. We're bound to get to a place where, man, we see it. We discern it. Keep them in the midst of their heart. Now, here's the payoff. Look at verse 22. You ready to shout? For they, for they, for my words, they're not only light, (laughs) but my words are life. Unto those that will find them continuously. And it's health. The Greek there for the word health is medicine. He says, my words are life to those that find them. And they are medicine 
to all their flesh. Let everybody stand to your feet right now. And I want you to put your hands like you see my hands. Put one on here and one right here. And let's just start declaring right now. Say it with me. Father God, I see in your word that I am to discern your body. Help me to see what I haven't seen. Help me to hear what I haven't heard. I declare today and I activate my faith. And I say that Christ Jesus has redeemed me from the curse of the law. That Jesus took my place. Your body was broken. That I may be healed and whole in my life. I declare this with confidence. That you bore my sicknesses. You carried my griefs. You were wounded for my transgressions. You were bruised for my guilt and iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon you. And with the stripes that wounded you, I am now healed. I am now whole. I discern that today. Help me to see it every day. I choose to do what the book of Proverbs says. I'll attend your word. And your word will bring forth a continuous harvest of life and health. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now lift up both of your hands and let's thank him today. Oh, Father. Hallelujah. Now this is just the introduction of some things. And I've got two more ways on how to discern the Lord's body. That's just the first one. But I'm not able to go into it today. I might get into it in the second service. So if you're sticking around. The next one is we must discern his body, his physical body, right? But the next one, we need to discern his spiritual body. And that gets into a whole rich teaching. So let's just go ahead and open our hearts to receive from him today. The usher's going to come. They're going to wait.